What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Now back to On the Block with Strick and Austin on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. We're back on the block, Austin Norman and Eric Strickland with you. Our show, of course, proudly presented by Mary Ellen's Food for the Soul. Tricky, you mentioned it. We'll dive into the NBA here. A busy weekend slate, whether you're looking at uh, Christmas Eve or specifically Christmas Day. Well, I guess nothing on Christmas Eve, no Sunday games, but there's uh, five games then on Christmas Day. Before we jump into what those games are, it's a lot of big name teams. It's good teams. I think they're pretty marquee matchups here. Uh, One nitpick though one nitpick is i wish the nba would have carved out room maybe you know moved one of these games to monday to make room for like a surprise team you know a team that you didn't expect to be good before the year because we mentioned in the in the open that this is a day where you can get a lot of casual fans right the hardcore fans that are always going to be sitting down watching but the nba is really going to run christmas day along with some of those nfl games as well if I'm the NBA, I get why I have, you know, Boston, Los Angeles, why I have the Knicks play every year, kind of like the Cowboys, why it's, you know, Steph Curry against the, the defending champion Nuggets, games like that. I wish there would have been room for the Thunder, who are really surprising this year, who've taken that leap. I wish there was room for a Minnesota that you mentioned before we went to break, or or an Orlando, because, yes, it, it's good to feature the, the marquee teams. I get it. The markets are bigger. But I think introducing some of these casual fans to these lesser-known names can help the NBA build that next generation of stars, whether it's a Shea Gilgis-Alexander and Chet Holmgren, whether it's an Anthony Edwards, Apollo Bancaro and Franz Wagner. I wish that one of the five games would have been reserved for a team like one of those three I just mentioned. It's funny that you say that, but I would have to agree with you. Um, and there's where that business model and the, and, and the money model plays mm-hmm. in. But also, you've got to look at where they're at in positioning. Now, this is also in the past. I think they need to shift that once they get this new um, TV revenue deal done. They need to start shifting that because they're going to have to raise their level. I mean, it just depends on how you view the uh, the NBA, the play, mm-hmm. the, the in-season playoff game. 
Uh, it's how you you view whether or not these teams that have emerged and have surprised people, but they have young stars, and you have to find that next generation. The ones that you put your you know balls in in the uh, you know in the hat and hoped for. They're not panning out. Your Zion Williamson is not panning out the way that you had hoped to. Then you had the John Moran said, now listen, John Moran is coming out like gangbusters mm-hmm. and is doing his thing. But, you mm-hmm. you know, it, it's very similar to Kobe when Kobe went through that situation that he unfortunately went through. There was a period where, yeah, you know, you, you just let him play and he wasn't really doing much talking. He just used his play. And then ultimately was able to get through that situation. I think John Moran's in a very similar situation there. You just got to play. You know, stand on the radar, keep your mouth shut, just do your thing and let your play speak for you as you if you want to reemerge as as one of those type of faces for the league. Now, um, again, the rest of the league is the faces of them are international players. Mm-hmm. Doncic, you know, um, uh, Jokic, uh, Giannis, uh, Tutacumbo, Giannis. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Even Gilgis you know, Alexander so is Canadian. <laughs> exactly. So. That's another thing that you've got to look at. And then, like you say, and, and then with them, Josh Giddy, and then Giddy has situations that he's dealing with right now. So uh, they're trying to find that. They're hoping that they can find it here. The Warriors aren't who the Warriors used to be. Um, so you would wonder why that is happening. But obviously it's because of Steph Curry. Then, uh, you know, the Knicks, they have a few good places there, a few good pieces. That's just the market situation. The Celtics is because you're hoping that Jason Tatum can take that step, but because he's still kind of like a quiet guy, a guy, he's very much like, you know, um, uh, Kevin Durant to me, mm-hmm. as far as just goes out and play really no nonsense. Don't do a lot of talking, but they need somebody to do that. So he comes across as that, but now here's the problem with Minnesota. You got the situation now with Anthony Edwards. So it's like, Every time you're trying to find someone to step up and fill that void, it's like a scandal pops up. Something comes out about them. And, you know, Devin Booker is probably the only other guy, but I don't know if his play, you would say, is on that level. And then Embiid, who is another MVP, who's killing the game right now, averaging 35 points a game, 11 rebounds, and six assists, mm-hmm. killing the game. Um, he is also a foreigner. So <laughs> right. It's like, where do you go, man? It's where do you go? But I understand why they're doing what they're doing. It's really a viewership thing. They're really mm-hmm. they're really doing a lot of the stuff that they're doing this year, trying to secure a larger uh, TV revenue deal. And it's probably not going to be with ESPN because just ESPN, they're, they're, they're falling off the map right now. Who is it going to be with? We don't know. Let's just go through these games really quick. Just a note or two on each of them. The first game of the day is uh, the Bucks at the Knicks. The Knicks are kind of an afterthought in their own division right now with Boston and Philly ahead of them. Uh, probably comparable to Brooklyn. Brooklyn's still trying to find itself, but the Knicks are, I think, a solid playoff team. My biggest question for you in this matchup, Strick, is what are your early impressions of the Dame Lillard-Giannis pairing? <sighs> you know, for me, I, I, I still, you know, Dame's assist numbers are solid. His assist-to-turnover ratio is great. You like to see that for him. But I'm going to be honest, I... I'm surprised Dame isn't isn't doing what I would have expected him to do and being the type of player what I've expected to be for them. Um, it's a lot of roller coaster rides. It's some mm-hmm. where he do, he shows up huge, and then there's some that he doesn't. So um, I don't know if they're just still trying to find that balance or whatever the case may be. I just still don't know. But 
I, I think by maybe after the all-star break, then I'll take a reevaluation and look at it um, with different eyes. Golden State and Denver, this one being played uh, at the Pepsi Arena there in Denver. The Nuggets are just plugging right along, Strick. Business as usual for them. They've you know won plenty more games than they've lost. I'm not necessarily as excited by Denver this year as I was last year. Jokic is still putting up numbers. Jamal Murray um, has still been pretty solid. Denver, I think, is just going to end up in that you know two, three, four range in the West. Do you trust their championship pedigree to get them to the West Finals and beyond, or are they a, a second round kind of team this year? Do you think? Um, no, I, I think I think they still have what it takes. They're going to need those new faces, and and they still have a lot of the old faces, but mm-hmm. they're still going to need those the consistency there, guys, to step up, guys, to. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Um begin to play at higher levels when they need them. So right now it's definitely Jokic. It's definitely Murray. We know who the one, two combination is. And then who that third guy is. Um, we're going to still, we're, you know, that's going to just happen probably from a game to game basis. And uh, right now they're like, you're saying they're just handling business. They're just trudging along, uh, you know, not, not doing too, too, you know, anything crazy. They're winning at home like they're mm-hmm. supposed to. And Jokic is almost averaging a triple double. <laughs> Right. As a center, blowing me away at what he's doing. It's it's crazy, bro. Uh, the next game it's I think crazy. makes the most sense to have on Christmas Day: Celtics Lakers, one of the best rivalries in NBA history. Strict Boston is a half game up on Milwaukee for the best record in the East, but I don't think people are going to let that meltdown they had against the uh, the Warriors out of mind anytime soon. You mentioned is Tatum able to take that next step? Is Jalen Brown the right you know guy to have alongside them? Drew Holiday has been kind of anonymous in Boston right now, and we haven't heard a whole lot even from Porzingis, right? So even though Boston's the one seed in the East, and we know what talent they have, I don't think anyone in the East is truly scared of Boston and will force the Celtics to beat them in any playoff series. Exactly. Because, again, outside of the New York Knicks, Porzingis, if they don't get him, that that guy then uh, I'm definitely not scared of them in any form or fashion, right? Mm-hmm. Um, Drew Holiday, if he doesn't emerge and be a good five or good four guy, where he's just able to spot up, knock down shots, because one thing you can't say about Marcus Smart is that he can he can stand there on the perimeter, and if you kick it out to him, he can knock you down one, but mm-hmm. he's going to give you that same defensive intensity. If you're only just relying on Drew Holiday to give you the defensive side of things without that – you know, knockdown scoring ability or 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 that transition mm-hmm. part of you that, that you would want from that guard position, then well, it's really a a moot point. And I don't think I'm I'm worried about what that team's going to be able to do to me. Um again, when you get into the playoffs with Jalen Brown, I'm forcing him left. I mean, mm-hmm. the scouting report <laughs> ultimately will catch up with that with that group. And if he hasn't done anything and put in the work on that then they're just going to continue to get there to a point and fall out. 
two more games to get through here in just a few minutes. Uh, we've got Philadelphia and Miami. Miami, of course, we talked a lot about over the offseason, missing out, falling short in, not offering enough in the Dame Lillard sweepstakes. So it's still Jimmy Bucket's team. Bam Adebayo's doing his thing. Joel Embiid, probably the story for the Sixers. Maxie's been solid, but Embiid's strike is averaging more points per game than minutes per game, which is absolutely insane. He is feasting against some of these lower-end teams. I think this is going to be a tough, physical, drag-out kind of battle. I don't love the Heat's firepower. I think you give Philadelphia the edge in this one, but being in Miami on Christmas Day with a night off before, I might pick the Miami nightlife to beat Philadelphia in this one. Oh, and with that type, <laughs> with that time and that space and just... Over the <laughs> over the eve of Christmas, and you're away from home. <sighs> you know what I mean? It's, mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know if I like that um, that recipe for trying to go out and get a win. Now, what I'm thinking about, I like Tyrese Maxey. I think if Tyrese Maxey just continues to uh, be a good second, uh, a, a bat, I mean a Robin mm-hmm. to to Embiid's Batman. I mean he's got seven assists and. Uh, hit 26 points a game, and he's shooting a high clip. I think <laughs> if he continues to do that, they still they still remain dangerous. It's just a matter of who's who's going to be their third guy, and um, it's hard to say on that team who's actually going to be that third guy for them. I just I don't know who it is on a consistent basis, <laughs> and so until I know a little bit more and start to see a little bit more, I'm a little bit worried about him. I mean. They got a solid team, and then you have the situation with Kelly Oubre with, you know, whether or not he was on a bike and all kinds of stuff. <laughs> and, uh, to me, they don't really have a third guy Mm-mm. that I am that I just really feel good about. Tobias Harris ain't him. Exactly. Mm-mm. That's that's what you would hope it would be, but he's not He's not it. So they don't really have a third guy that, that can really take off some of that. Uh, the final game, yeah, the final game, the nightcap is the Mavericks at the Suns. Two completely opposite styles of of team building. Dallas made the trade for Kyrie Irving last year. He's been in and out of the lineup. It's really been the Luka Doncic show. I, I do have to shout out my my former Duke Blue Devil, Derek Lively, and the great work he did before he went down with an ankle sprain, uh, both as that lob threat and defensively. But strict for Phoenix, they haven't had all three of their you know, their stars in Durant, Booker, and Beal on the court at the same yeah. time yet this year, outside of maybe one game. I get the gamble that Phoenix had to make. I'm not sold on Frank Vogel as the head coach out there. This is a fascinating game, just if you look at how these two teams were built, how they decide to go about constructing their rosters. I think I give Dallas the edge in this one, even though it's at home, just because Luka, like we talked about on Tuesday, has been on such a tear offensively. Luca, 33 points, shooting almost 50% from the field, eight rebounds at the guard position now. Let's, mm-hmm. let's, just, let's just think about that. Mm-hmm. And nine assists a game. He's almost like a Jokic in a, in a sense. Um, but we talked about his style of play. You know, I'm looking at who's going to match up with him. Right. Right? Mm-hmm. That's the part that I'm trying to figure out now. Listen, I, I like – uh, the Nurkic situation. It's just, it's just, if they could have had Bradley Beal and then you look at Nurkic throwing him into the mix, I think they could have been dangerous. Mm-hmm. But not having all of them together, Derek, uh, uh, Devin Booker has picked up the slack that Chris Paul left in the assist department. 
He's doing his thing, averaging almost eight assists a game as far as that's concerned. Kevin Durant is back up in there with the scoring leaders over 30 points a game for himself. But again, he's shooting high clips, both at, at, from the free throw line, three point line, and from uh, uh, from two. You know, his mm-hmm. mid range, he's a slim reaper, like the original slim reaper. <laughs> right. Uh, getting mid range killer. You know, he's doing his thing. Now, here's the thing it's nice out there in Phoenix. Is it going to be a golf night or is it going to be a hangout <laughs> uh, at the spot night? That's something to watch for them as well because they've got a lot of young players that might want to get out there and have a good time as well. Great five day, uh, five game NBA Christmas Day slate. I know Strzok, you'll have eyes on it. I will as well. We'll take one final break uh, for our week here during On the Block. We'll wrap up the show in just a sec. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.